Hey, Stoop Kid crew. This episode is brought to you by Candlewick Press, publisher of When We Say Black Lives Matter, a joyous exploration of the Black Lives Matter motto from author, illustrator, and slam poet Maxine Bonaba Clark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Yo, yo, yo. Sitting on the stoop, chilling with your friends. Hoping that the fun times will never end. You got your homie to your left, your bestie to your right. Feeling like a stoop kid and everything is nice. Got a couple of friends that I want you to meet. Super cool and super fun, walking to their own beat. I'm your bestie, Melly. Thanks for stopping by. Keep this thing on play and let's have a good time. Hey, stoop kids. It's stoop kids. Season five, episode five, season five. Woohoo! Thank you all for joining me on the stoop for another story. Join me on the stoop for another story. Hey! I am so glad you're with me. And for all my new listeners, hey, how y'all doing? Okay, you know what we gotta do? We gotta get into some stoop announcements. It's birthday time! A B I R T H D. A Y is birthday time. B I R T H D. A Y is birthday time. Yay, yay. Happy birthday to Graham, Eliora, Callum, Timmy, Eleanor, Lizzie, Ruby, and Noemi. Happy birthday to all of you, Stoop Kids. October is the best month. You could, you could tell everyone I said that because October is great and y'all are super great. So I just wanted to say happy, happy, happy birthday, you amazing, amazing Stoop Kids. I hope that your special day was super special because you're super special and I think that you are all amazing. So happy, happy birthday from me and all of the Stoop Kids and the Stoop Kid crew. Stoop grown-ups, remember, if you would like for your Stoop Kid to receive a shout-out on the show and other special patron-only goodies, go to www.patreon.com slash stories. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, pump your brakes. Uh, s- s- sorry, um, Stoop Kid crew, uh, Tia has come into the studio. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, I got something to say. Hey, y'all, it's Princess Tia, and, um... I don't know if y'all know this, but Melly's birthday is coming up at the end of the month. Yes, um, it is. Tia, can I help you? I, I, and I need y'all to do something for me. Uh, Tia, you gotta go. Melly, I'll only be a second. Okay, so me and the rest of the kids in the Stoop Kid crew would like for all of you listeners out there, only if you want to, to send us a video of you wishing Melly a happy birthday. No, uh, no, 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 no. Listen, you do not have to do that. It's okay. My birthday comes every year. No, 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 no. Stop it. Let us do this for you. Listen to me because I'm the princess. So if y'all want to wish Melly a happy birthday, email a video to Melly at stoopkitstories.com. I'll make her write it in the description or DM it to her. That means direct message for those who don't know. On Instagram at stoopkitstories. Okay, I'm done. Bye. Um... <laughs> Oh, Tia, gotta love her. Um, yeah, you guys don't have to do that. It's totally fine. It's okay. Um, uh, but I'm so glad that Princess Tia stopped by. Um, 
Okay, let me finish these announcements. Um, so my merchandise store is on sale for the rest of the month. Everything is 35% off. So go get some t-shirts, some hoodies, masks, uh, notebooks, whatever you want. Go get it from the merchandise store. And I will leave the link to the Tee Public website in the description of this episode. So make sure you go check it out and go get some merch. Okay, that kind of um, threw me off my game a little bit with Princess Tia and her unexpected visit. Um... But okay, we're back. We're back on it now. Focused. So uh, let's have a word from the sponsor. Part ode and part anthem. When we say Black Lives Matter is a poetic story of a black family raising their son with hope and pride, but also with realistic reminders of the past and the barriers that arise as a result of his brown skin. Reviewers have called this book a powerful, painful, and honest celebration of being black in the world today, with illustrations that are truly outstanding. So, get your copy of When We Say Black Lives Matter today, wherever books are sold. <laughs> Gather round, all you goblins and ghouls, every vampire and witch abound. Sit down right here in the stoop circle to hear the scariest tale of all, told by me, your ghost hunting storyteller, Frenzy McKinley. <laughs> uh, McKinley, you don't sound scary at all. Um, I think you should try again, Peach said. Fine, okay, um, here we go. <clears throat> Gather round, all you goblins and ghouls. Nope, not scary enough. Now can we go outside and play now? Tia asked. Oh, fine. I was trying to do something different and read you all a scary story for once since it's spooky season, but whatever, we can go outside, McKinley said, taking her creepy mask off. The three girls went outside to head to T-Zone to meet up with the rest of the crew. On their way there, they saw the JR standing on a corner with a big bag full of rolls of toilet paper. Um, what y'all need that for? Peach asked him. Yo, mind your business. We got some things to take care of, Junior said to them. Ew, well, you might want to see somebody about that if you need all of that toilet paper, Tia said, and the girls laughed. Ha <laughs> ha, very funny little Tia. Come on, boys, let's get out of here. We gotta finish planning, Junior said to his crew, and they walked away. What you think they're getting into, Peach asked. Oh, it's mischief night, McKinley said. What's mischief night, Tia asked. It's something silly. It's when you're supposed to pull pranks on people the night before Halloween. McKinley said. Oh, I've never heard of that. That sounds fun and cool, Tia said. Yeah, it's all fun and games until our parents catch us. Tia, you know your mama don't play, Peach said. I mean, yeah, you're right. We never get to do fun things, Tia responded. Well, I tried to do something fun, but y'all didn't want to hear the story, McKinley said. But we're going to have so much fun tomorrow at the Hallelujah Halloween party down at the church. Ooh, I can't wait to wear my costume, McKinley continued excitingly. Yeah, but 
Deacon said we can't wear scary costumes. I'm tired of dressing up like a fairy or a cat every year. I want to be something scary like a werewolf or a vampire and, and get bloody and fake teeth and all of that, Peach said. Well, this year I'm going to be Princess Tiana, Tia said. Of course you are. You're a princess every year, McKinley said. And, Tia responded with sass. I wonder what the JRs are going to do with all of that toilet paper, Peach asked. Maybe they ran out of it at their house, Tia said. Nah, they're up to no good. I can just feel it. We just need to stay out of it. Come on, I'll race y'all to T-Zone. One, two, three, go! And the three of them took off running. They arrived at T-Zone and saw that it was covered in, you guessed it, toilet paper. Yo, what happened here? Peach asked. The JRs. I told you they were up to no good. They're probably going to try and TP the entire neighborhood, McKinley said. Why would they do that? That's so wasteful, Tia said. You really think Junior and his crew care about being wasteful? (laughs) I think not. Remember last year when they sprayed silly string all over the cars on North Avenue? McKinley asked. Yo, yes, that was so crazy. Do you think they're only going to hit T-Zone or somewhere else? Tia asked. I mean, knowing them and seeing all of that toilet paper they had, they have a lot more spots to hit, McKinley said. Yo, let's go! Mr. Let's go! Some voices yelled out. It was Junior and the JRs riding up the street, yelling out the window of the bus. That's the number three bus. I know that route. Wait, oh, they're probably going to hit up the church and TP it before the big Hallelujah Halloween party tomorrow. No, 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 no. They can't do that. We got to do something, McKinley said in a panic. So what do we do? Peach asked. Um, um, I got an idea. It'll probably take them another 30 minutes to get to the church. It's not that far, but the number three makes a lot of stops, so we could technically beat the bus if we take a shortcut, McKinley said. Okay, and then when we get to the church, what are we going to do? Stand there and look at them and say, stop, stop, don't TP the house of the Lord. They're not going to listen to us, Tia said. Let me think. Um, Peach, you still got those super circle water guns in your basement, McKinley asked her. Yeah, I think so. I don't think my mama threw them out yet. Bet. Let's go grab them and head to the church, McKinley said, and took off running to Peach's house. Tia and Peach were confused as to why McKinley needed water guns, but she was the oldest, so they just followed her lead. When they got to Peach's house, they saw Nathaniel and Carr outside playing with Carr's new drone. Hey, y'all. Oh, oh, what's wrong? Why y'all in a hurry? Nathaniel asked the girls. No time to talk, Nathaniel. We got business to take care of, McKinley said, running into the house. What's going on? He asked Peach and Tia. McKinley thinks that the JRs are going to TP the church before the big party tomorrow, Tia asked. TP? Carr asked. You know when someone takes toilet paper and throws it all over the place. 
We saw the JRs earlier with a whole bunch of toilet paper and T-Zone was completely covered with toilet paper and we saw them getting on the number three bus so that's why she thinks that they're going down to the church to hit that next, Peach said. But do you know how many churches we have in the city, y'all? Like, come on, Nathaniel asked. Yes, but only the big mega church throws the big hallelujah Halloween party, so it just makes sense. Come on, y'all, I got the water guns, they're filled up, so let's go, McKinley said. But wait, how are the water guns going to stop them? Carr asked. Uh, what happens to toilet paper when it gets wet? McKinley asked the group. They all stared at her, looking confused. It disappears! It basically melts! It crumbles! Come on, think about it, she said. Oh, well, I didn't even think about that. I guess, right. yeah, I guess that's true. Exactly. So if we can get them with the water guns and mess up their toilet paper, they won't be able to throw it all over the place. Now come on, we're wasting time. Let's go, McKinley said and took off running. When did she become a runner and a track star? Tia asked Peach. Girl, I don't know, but I know I'm tired of running. Car Nathaniel, y'all coming? Peach asked the boys. Yeah, we ain't doing nothing else. We'll come. Car, bring the drone, Nathaniel said. And the crew started running down the street behind McKinley. Through the alleys, across the parking lots, the crew made it to the church and saw the bus a couple stops away in the distance. The crew hid behind the cars, waiting for the JRs to show up. They got off the bus, and just as McKinley suspected, they walked towards the church. Okay, see, I knew they were up to no good. Okay, listen, y'all. As soon as they take the toilet paper out, we're going to aim and fire and wet up all of their toilet paper. You got it? McKinley whispered to them. The crew was a little hesitant, but it sounded fun, so they agreed and was ready to aim fire. The JRs gathered together in a huddle and then reached in their bags and started throwing the toilet paper everywhere. It looked like it was snowing toilet paper. One, two, three. Okay, go! McKinley yelled. And the crew came from behind the cars and started blasting the water guns at all of the toilet paper. <laughs> Yo, what? Get, get out of here! What the? Ugh, Junior yelled while getting sprayed in the face. Squirt by squirt, the toilet paper disintegrated and turned into mush. It was everywhere. Carr and Nathaniel took the water they had left in their own water bottles and poured it into the bags where the rest of the rolls were. Ha <laughs> ha, Junior, you're not about to mess up the church today. We saw what you did to T-Zone, McKinley said as she continued to squirt her water gun at him and all of the hanging pieces of toilet paper. Hey, 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 what's going on out here? What is this mess? The deacon of the church said walking outside. McKinley Brown, I know there's not you out here in all this mess, he said. Oh, hi, Deacon Mercer. I was just trying to stop Junior and his friends from ruining the church with their toilet paper, she said. <sighs> Robert V. Junior, your mom will be so disappointed in you. What's all of this? I know, I just know you weren't throwing this toilet paper everywhere, Deacon Mercer said. Yes, he was, and we came to stop him. Hmm, McKinley interjected. By making a bigger mess with your water gun, McKinley? Deacon Mercer asked. No, wait, yes, wait, no, 
none. This is no. This isn't my fault. He's the one that was about to trash the place. McKinley said. Uh huh. Yeah. Give me those water guns. The rest of y'all go home. I need to have a word with McKinley and Junior. Deacon Mercer said. What? Why am I in trouble? McKinley asked. Deacon Mercer looked at both of them, shook his head, and said, Y'all are the two oldest in this bunch. Y'all should be leading by example. Look at this mess that y'all created. McKinley and Junior, y'all both know better. And Junior, you grew up in this church. Your grandfather would be so disappointed in you if he was here and saw you doing this. But honestly, he's probably watching you from the heavens above anyway. So what you got to say for yourself, son? Junior bowed his head and said, I'm sorry, Deacon. Yeah, well, take your sorry self downstairs in the undercraw because you're about to sit here all night and help decorate for this party. I'll call your mother and let her know that you're here with me. Now go on down there and wait for me. No, Deacon, uh -uh, I said what I said. Not another word, son. Head on inside. Now, Miss Brown, let's talk. McKinley stood there quietly. Now, I know you're a good girl, and I know your intentions were good, as they always are. I never have a problem with you. But did you think about the mess you were going to make? Now, look. All this mushy toilet paper is just sitting out here on the sidewalk. The windows everywhere. Because you tried to save the day, Deacon Mercer said. McKinley looked around at all the mess and still didn't say anything. McKinley, all you had to do was tell someone. You don't always have to take things in your own hands. I know at the school they put a lot of pressure on you to be a leader, and that's amazing. All I could ask for, really. But sometimes it is okay to tell a grown-up and let them handle it. You could have told your parents and they would have called me. Or you could have called the church office directly and told me, you have the number, Deacon Mercer said. I know, I know, I was I was just thinking fast and I, oh, I didn't think it all the way through. My bad, I'm sorry, she said. It's all right. I appreciate your tenacity, always. However, you still made a mess out here, so I can't let you off that easily, he said. What? I can't go home? Uh Uh-uh, not yet. Head on downstairs with Junior, and y'all can grab some gloves and a bucket and start cleaning up this mess out here, Deacon Mercer said. Fine. I'm I mean, okay. I'm sorry about the mess. I was just trying to help. McKinley said, I know, I know, and I forgive you, but come on, let's go. This toilet paper ain't going to clean itself up, Deacon Mercer said. McKinley followed behind and grabbed a bucket and went back outside with Junior to clean up the mess. It took them until the streetlights came on to get it all up. By evening, there wasn't a piece of toilet paper in sight. McKinley and Junior started to walk in the same direction home. In silence, because you know they weren't about to talk to each other. Neither one of them said anything to the other. They both had important lessons to learn. McKinley learned that she doesn't always have to take matters into her own hands, and Junior, well, 
Let's just hope one day he gets it together. The end. Has there ever been a time where you thought you could save the day, but then you ended up making a bigger mess? Maybe your intentions were good, but the outcome, not so much. Sometimes that's okay. And that just means that when we have big ideas to step in and help, we should probably stop and think about our plan all the way through. I struggle with that sometimes too. Talk to your stupid grown-ups about it. I'm sure they've experienced that as well. Well, that's our story. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye!